right? A lot of people, and I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying most of the population, set their goals based on what is realistic, what is socially acceptable, what they were taught, what other people are doing, conformity. Seldomly, people set goals from their inner desire, what they're calling is their purpose, is what they're designed for. You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. Today, I have Lillian Victoria. Guess what we're talking about? We are setting some major goals. Just to let you know a little bit about Lillian, she is a peak performance coach with over 15 years of entertainment experience. She helps her she helps entrepreneurs around the world to see a clear path to their goals in life turn their ideas into reality, maximize their revenue potential by activating their human potential and set a clear foundation to live a happy, healthy and prosperous lifestyle with a step-by-step proven blueprint to create a paradigm shift. Her links are in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Lillian, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So how did you get started in coaching? Okay, let me just adjust my mic to make sure. (laughs) You're good. Uh, Okay, so I've always been very big with personal development. I think the biggest difference on, on how I actually got into coaching was for all my life, you know, my definition of personal development was therapy. And I've been going to therapy a lot right and it was great i identify my inner child why am i the way i am but the thing is you know after going through so many years of therapy i wasn't moving forward right and that's when i discovered coaching and for me what the wow factor is like i can't when i finally discovered coaching I'm like, how come no one told me about this? I was in my 30s already. And I still remember that defining moment, like, oh my gosh, this is moving me forward. Instead of sitting in a room talking about my past and my problems, right? Which I do believe that's a healing process, but at one point you gotta move forward. Mm-hmm. You gotta develop that faith, right? Um, instead of sitting in a room talking about my problems, now I'm spending all my time and energy manifesting the life goals that I want. Right. So how I initially got into coaching is this is something that I already love doing. You know, it's extremely empowering, understanding how your human programming works, <clears throat> which is something that I never learned in school. Right. You know, mental health is such a really such a big topic right now. But understanding that human programming is also a part of that mental health because I've been depressed. I've had anxieties. I've broken down. And the reason why that happened is because I was living in a life that I didn't believe in myself. I didn't know who I was. Outside, I could act one way. Inside, I was sabotaging myself. You know, the dialogues, the self-image, how I saw myself, 
my childhood, everything has a huge effect. But the ability to completely change all that, which affected my mental health, it got stronger and healthier, right? And moving forward. And another thing I'm so, I love it so much too, is, you know, for someone that's going to church for so long, I always knew we have to have faith. Faith is a thing. But what I didn't learn was how to develop that faith. That was a difference. So I actually started uh, my coaching business in COVID during the pandemic. Um, it just so happened during that time. It wasn't like, oh, it's a pandemic. I'm going to do it. It was, I was already studying. I was already improving myself. This is what I wanted to do. And it was a huge leap of faith because for a long time, all I knew what to do is work in Hollywood. And I didn't have a strong purpose. But then when I discovered my purpose, which is to help people, to awaken people, to create positive impact, then the next logical thing for me to make that into reality is move it into action. And I say that in the pandemic because I still remember the day that I signed on to be a consultant. Uh, it was a week that Los Angeles has shut down. So oh, it wow. was March 20, 2020. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just, what did I just do? But quickly switching that mindset to, yeah, the world is changing, but that doesn't mean that I have to stay paused. I still am moving forward. I am growing forward. And that's why I love coaching because seeing not just, you know, my human potential grow, everyone around me, and understanding that every single person on this planet has the same capabilities. It's just having that awareness. That's my driving force. That's my purpose. That's my inspiration on breaking into this and really being very outspoken about about my belief in human potential and mental health and moving forward and and the ability to build you know healthy wealthy prosperity you know in our in all areas of your life and it starts with one person wanting to do it Right. Definitely. I started I mean, it. <laughs> how much how much of a shift was it to go from the entertainment industry in Hollywood to now coaching? Because I mean that had to be a major shift. Huge. You know, you go from it's it's very different. And it's it's um that's also what I call a paradigm shift too. So the mindset, because you know, and, and entertainment is different, right? I used to work with a lot of talents. I did startups, we're in show business, we're always selling projects. Things are changing, right? And I, it's the same application, but now instead of doing it on a, a, a enterprise point of view or a movie or a project point of view, we're, we're working that on a person. That's how I look at it, you know? So it's really cool because one thing that I have learned um, and personal development, a lot of the filmmaking skills that I've learned back in film school and working with, you know, writers and directors, we could apply that into our life. That's designing our own life using the same technique. And I think also the biggest shift for me is the habit, right? I have this habit, you know, dealing with different corporates or executives and, and, you know, when you make a movie, we call it package a show. You, you, you have to call everyone, right? Um, having being that producer role and when we make that shift we're just taking it on individuals so it's very humbling but also very rewarding because for me when I see a human being grow like a real human being that is that is breathing 
that has so much potential that has that desire to grow versus a business grow, you know, it's, it's different. And by the way, business is very important. I'm not saying business isn't important. It's just for me, that is what gets me excited. And that's when I realize that that is my, my, my calling is seeing people come back alive. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. So when, when you're working with your clients on first starting their goal setting process, how do you basically break it down? How do you get them to get clear on their vision? Like what's, what's the process, I guess. Focus on your wants. This believe, believe it or not, this is a very deep question that every single person that's listening to this should really think about. Take a second. Oh, what do I want? Right? A lot of people, and I'm not seeing everyone, but I'm saying most of the population set their goals based on what is realistic, what is socially acceptable, what they were taught, what other people are doing, conformity. Seldomly, people set goals from their inner desire, what they're calling is their purpose, is what they're designed for. Because there is the worry, doubt, and fear. There is the fear of criticism. There is the self-confidence, the lack of self-confidence, right? All of that ties into that. But being able to really peel those beliefs of other people, you know, and really look at what do I want to do? Because when you have a goal that is backed by a very strong desire, that's how you're going to persist. Persistence and faith goes hand in hand. Without faith, you don't persist. But when you have that desire and you see yourself there and you feel it, like I'm talking about the chills, like you're inspired by yourself, right? To jump out of bed every single day and to persist through, that is developing the faith. So that's the first thing I do. List out all your wants. What do you want in your life? And and not think backwards because we're programmed to think backwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I hope I can live this life if this happens and if that happens, but I don't know if this is going to happen. The economy isn't good, but I'm saying let's work backward. What do you want? And then we can make decisions from there, right? Right. Because this is the opportunity, like right now coming up into the new year as you know, people are goal planning and setting. This is the opportunity to really sit down and ask yourself, what do I want for my life? And, you, you know, when you, you truly sit down and ask, you don't worry about the how, because that'll all come because there's, there's things, there's nothing that has not been done before. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally flying out of space now. We're creating different types, forms of the internet now. We're, we're doing so many things that, that, you know, even 20 years ago, people thought were impossible. So getting, getting the idea of being realistic out of your mind is very, very important. I I agree with that as well. Cause I mean, I I tell my clients that same thing. It's like, what do you actually want? I'm not saying everybody has to, you know, go off and be a millionaire or a billionaire or anything like that, but, you know, actually going after their lives, the life that they want to have, and then letting the pieces fall into place. Um, So, let's say somebody's like, you know, coming in, they're starting out. Okay. I want to have a horse ranch. Let's just say that's the thing, right? I want to be a horse rancher, you know? And then it's like, 
okay, so what are the next steps along that process, you would say? Hey, do you want to join this conversation? Do you have input that you would love to give? Join Level Up With Live Facebook community for badass spiritual women. It's all about accountability and motivation. And we talk about these podcasts as well. The link to join is in the show notes below. Yeah. So, okay. So first thing, our mind operates in mental images, right? Mm -hmm. So when I have people come in and set their goals, you know, the first thing I say, you have to make a decision that this is what you want. Okay. And then we want to move from in the mind and I'm speaking more general. We Mm want to move from the, I can't to the, I can to the, I am Mm -hmm. right. Identifying what you want is the first, first, uh, stage. And when you say, okay, I want a horse ranch. Then the question I'm going to ask is what kind of horse ranch, where, what do you see yourself doing there? Do you see yourself having a family? Cause we want to paint that full picture. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to read something actually right before we got on this uh, podcast, I was reading and I love studying because it's all the knowledge that comes into mind. It says, this is from the science of getting rich. It says thought is only a power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. The stuff from which all things are made is substance, which thinks and thought of a form and the substance produces its form. So why is that very important? Because when I have them do this exercise, they're actually thinking. Mm -hmm. No, thinking is a thing that not everyone masters. And I'm speaking from my own experience. I used to react. I didn't slow down to think and listen to my intuition and listen to what I want and get emotionally involved with that, right? So when you paint a full picture of the life that you want, you know, when you spend time in it, you're thinking about using imagination and visualizing, you're getting very, very emotionally involved. And when you're emotionally involved, you're sending out that frequency and that energy, mm-hmm. right? Oprah talks about this all the time. It's the frequency, it's the vibration, right? And then now we've got to start taking action. And I always say set that big goal, but we got to break it down into stages. This is where the, the, the filmmaking part comes in. You know what the end goal is, mm-hmm. right? But we have to break it down. What is that story? What is your story? You're the hero in your story. What, you know, how are you showing up every single day and just act as if, right? So I know you asked me one question with the, with the horse ranch. I would break it down even more. This is the mental exercise. This is building the mental image with, without the mental image of the life of where you're heading towards. I don't know where we're heading towards. Absolutely. Having that end goal, that end result is key. Absolutely. I, I mean, I've gotten down to the point of being so specific as writing down how I want my ideal day to be. And like getting specific to the point of, I want to be stepping on this floor and then I'm going to be, you know, I see this and just, you know, truly be getting to the point that it's so clear and your, you know, your reticulating activating system works that way, you know, and that's why vision boards work so well. Do you have your clients do vision boards? All the time. Oh, I'm actually doing a vision board event in December. I love vision boards. It's a great way to set the new years. It's also a great way to visit everything that you've accomplished in 2021. And then also bless and release those 
that have hurt you. Whether your own thinking, whether it's a people, but we gotta bless and release, we gotta forgive, we have to have the gratitude, know that we've accomplished and keep building for 2022. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think that right there is like, the vision boards and affirmations for me have helped so much more than like, than, you know, the, the woo-woo saying, because from the science back to, from it, you know, just you attract what you think about, just like the law of attraction. If you think negatively yeah. and you, you attract negativity, if you think positive, then you start to see the positive and then you attract more positive. Um, and I think it's the same way with your goals and setting up how you want to really achieve those things. So I love that with the horse ranch, you, you want the person to go deeper, you know, it's like, okay, what exactly do you want that to look like? And added to what you said, the law of attraction and vibration, the reason why I would want them to really use your imagination and to keep visiting what that life will look like, you're setting up the vibration, right? Law of attraction is a secondary law, law of vibration is the primary. And that goes with their thinking, your feeling, your emotions, your belief or faith. Because if you're in the state of the believing, you start to take action, you're gonna attract the results. The energy is gonna come out. But if you're in a state of, I don't believe this is gonna happen, but this is what I want, but just saying it, my energy just went down. Right. But if, we're, if you're operating from that, don't, what, then that's the results you're gonna attract. I don't believe I could have it. That's the result. So the vibration goes really, really deep, right? So for me, when I first started this, when I started this, when I came in, um, the change in my narrative, I love when you say affirmation, because that's our thinking. Went from, I can't do this. I can't, how can I do this? Who am I? To, oh my gosh, I'm born for this. Yeah, I can do this. This is what I wanna do. I live life once. If I don't do it now, then when? You know, like, no, 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 this is all about me. Like, these are the kind of, uh, a narratives that I have, right? So I would say stuff like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a female entrepreneur and I'm here to help people, a billion people across the world. Like this, this is the stuff that I would be telling myself over and over and over and over again. And at the beginning, it was very weird, but you do it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. 15 days, it feels like, oh yeah, I could do this. 30th day. I am doing this. <laughs> and, and then when you start to see, when you start to see it, like one of my affirmations was I attract wealth and abundance. And then yes. when I'm sitting in rooms with extremely wealthy people, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I see it. You know, it, it's just, it's one of those things. And it's for the Christians listening, like getting on a vibrational stance, it's really like, it's the same thing as praying with expectation to receive it's how you like when, when you're literally saying prayer so, to you know oh you're fine yeah I just, but when you're saying prayer to um you know yeah get something it's it's how you're praying you oh god you know maybe you know i know you're busy but no 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 you start praying with conviction i you said i am uh blessed and highly favored you said that i'm you know what i'm saying so it's 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 more believing in that oh my gosh i love what you just said i could geek out on this because for me even that changed i realized how i used to pray was 
God, I hope this is going to happen. I don't know what to do. Or I've been told by pastors, like from my pastors, you know, they're like, you know, you just have to sit back. God, God will guide you, which I believe in that. However, my tone was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to hand it to you. Please open the door. But, you know, in the, in the Bible, it says, asking you shall receive. Right. And I never understood what that means until recently. Asking you shall receive. Hey, actually, I am guiding God. I am co-creating with God. And once I started to understand and embrace this thing called the intuition and imagination of what my calling is, that's when I realized, oh, God put that in my mind. When mm -hmm. I am listening to myself, right? Healthy mind, heal thyself. When I'm listening, I'm listening to my intuition. That's God talking to me. And God would not put that voice in my head if he didn't believe I could do it. And it's for me to create that conviction. Conviction comes from owning up to your intuition and knowing that even though it doesn't make sense, that that just is. And it feels good, right? And then having these conversations with God every single day. God, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. I need you to be my side. And just go do it. And then here's another thing. I love what uh, Woody Allen says. Tell God your plan and he will laugh at you because he has a bigger plan. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know when i connect the thoughts looking forward nothing makes sense i'm like why am i going through all this but you look backward everything had to happen right yeah very important and another thing i, I do want to bring up i was uh again i was i was reading this right before ah. uh, it's money isn't god in action and this is another thing just just uh i, I feel led to talk about this if you don't mind oh of course yeah. The relationship with money, right? You know, every church is different. You know, how you, how they teach and preach money is different. You know, some people say, you know, money is the root of all evil. I don't believe in that. You know, I believe money is always circulating. It is in our substance. It's, it's how you are looking at money. Are you looking at money as we are the servant to money or the money is a servant to us? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of my programming with money uh changed right i completely made the shift before because how i was brought up i have a poverty mindset not gonna lie i own up to it right i was always buying the discount stuff um hoarding money i was so scared i was saving 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 you know but then like i still felt poor because what happens is it's a spiritual because i'm telling myself i don't have enough money I'm telling myself that, you know, versus understanding that actually money is here to serve. You know, when I leave, I can't take all this money away with me. You know, it's meant to circulate and it's meant to help myself, the people and everyone. I mean, there is so much money. The only difference is understanding that it's always coming, creating opportunities Right. When you have a business idea, act on it. <laughs> Opportunities for the money to flow in abundantly and then just allow it to circulate, you know, because when it's circulating, when I'm spending money and receiving money, right, we, we all have the money affirmation. I am worthy. Mm -hmm. Money is always coming to and through me. I am a powerful manifesto. Whatever I put into my vortex, always come into physical form. Like that's what I tell myself. And that's when things are, are flowing. So it's really getting, getting into the belief and understanding the difference between investment and debt. Huge difference. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that I've learned. But, but 
my point is, you know, understanding how money works and money is energy. And this ties into the goal setting, by the way. Oh, definitely. It really does. Because I mean, money is a big part of a lot of people's goals. And money is healthy, right? It's okay Mm -hmm. to set big money goals. That just means that you have to take bigger actions. That means you you probably have to take bigger risks. But there's nothing wrong with it because the more money you earn, the more you're able to give. Right? Absolutely. So money goals, when I, when people set their goals, I always say you have to put the financial goal in there. Same here. I'm like, you you really do have it. And so many people shy away from it because a lot a lot more of our society has a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset or, or poverty mindset, you know? And um, I, I know for you being in the entertainment industry, that helped with that because you had to work very hard, long hours. You, you know, you did well, but it's like, but that goes along with, well, I had to work hard for that. Yeah. Versus now that you're, you know, coaching, it's, it's a different schedule, a different lifestyle, but, and it's just, it's different. It's, it flows differently, but the, not only the change in work change, but the change in you and your mindset changed amen girl I, I would say the biggest difference is this in entertainment it's a very high stress environment there used to be a saying and it's still going on you know you're as as big as your 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 last project right so uh entertainment has very high suicide rates and so has many other industries but I would say the biggest thing is like everyone, you're, you're really in a rat, rat race. When you make one mistake, that mistake becomes the biggest thing ever, right? Because that's the environment. You know, I always say this, Netflix, they used to, I don't know if they still promote it, but they used to say, you know, you can take as many days off as possible as a technology company. But the, you know what the reality is? At least from the people that I knew that used to work there, no one takes a day off at Netflix. Why? They're scared of losing their jobs. They don't want to be behind. So you're in that competitive, stressful environment, right? And that's why when I got into coaching, uh, before I got into it, I obviously worked on myself and really understanding, hey, there is this abundance mindset. And I've heard of it. There's a huge difference between knowing it and living it. Right? I, I always say this in Los Angeles. This gets me very curious. You know, gratitude, abundance, dream big. It's everywhere. You have coffee shops, that's name it. It's on the coffee months, it's in decors, it's in kids' decoration, everywhere. But why is it so few people are really living it? Mm-hmm. Right? But it's really it's a it's a muscle. It's a muscle to be redeveloped. And that's why, like, when I came into coaching, it, it was a huge adjustment. Even my old period, my old habits will come back. Nope. The beautiful thing is when you have the awareness, you could disinvite it. I'm like, that's not the life I live. I don't want to be stressed out. You know, um, this is how I'm living. And just so you know, I, I'm, I still have my hands in the business. It's not that I'm completely out. But what I did choose to do is to work with the people that I want to work with. I no longer look at the people with the credits. I look at the people with the desire and their, and if this is an alignment with their big picture goal that they want to do, because 
my belief now is if you want anything done, you could absolutely get it done. So I look at the, the person's mindset more than the credentials, right? And, and also that energy, because my mindset shift from, oh my gosh, I have to be in the, you know, the big projects or the big dogs and do all this. And it's like, no, actually, when you have a good project I, and I believe in it, I'm going to be able to open doors in all areas. And plus the universe got my back because it's happened over and over again. The people that I once thought, when I say I, human thoughts, right? that was gonna help me, they didn't come through. However, all of a sudden, this other email comes in, I got this message, someone made an introduction, it was like, oh my gosh, I thought this path was right, and then the universe just opened up this other, whole other door. So you wanna, you wanna talk about abundance on how God, the universe works with you, right? And I was studying working with the law, and it says the universe loves working with those that are even struggling forward because they are moving forward. If you're not moving forward, then you're moving backward. There is really no in between. If you're not growing, you're dying. That's the mm -hmm. law, the law of polarity, right? The up and the down, the in and out, yes. the hot and the cold. So, you know, being, that's why they say growth mindset, being in this state of we're growing into where we are at. And I love what you said earlier, basically it's a mental attitude. You know, failure, expect failure. Right? Okay. It's going to be a part of the process. But the thing is, that's just a growth experience. It's a mental attitude. We can look at that a situation when we fail like, oh my gosh, this is the end. Can't do this. I give up. Or you can look at it as, wow, what a great experience. This is what I learned X, Y, Z. And I'm going to keep moving and not make the same mistakes. I learned I from the, that. And keep the going. most important part in, in, growing in general is adopting a learner's mindset. So you really look at every opportunity as what can I learn from this? Every failure, what can I learn from this? How can I be better? And then you just, you come back because you've learned something. And I, so many more people learn more through their failures than they do on their like achievements. Yes. You know, I have one of my friend once told me this when I was, um, she's a very famous casting director. Uh, this is when I was in my twenties and I I remember this cause the way she looked at me, she's like, Lillian, the only difference between me and you is I made a hell of a lot more mistakes than you. Right. So I would always remember that I didn't understood it then cause I was, I was too young, mm -hmm. but now looking back, I was like, yeah, that's right. Making mistakes is just an experience mm -hmm. and really get into the mindset for that. You know, we're, we're actually all programmed for success. If you believe that, if that is your end goal and that is your mental picture, right? So, right. Yeah. I, um, I, I heard this thing about, you know, when children are trying to walk and they oh, fall yeah. down, you don't ever tell them, okay, stop. But you yourself, like, as an adult, your ego gets so in the way. And that's, to me, adopting the learner's mindset has been the most helpful thing for me and my clients. From, you go from being a judger and judging yourself and, and having all these egoic mindsets and then being like, okay, I'm learning from this and I'm going to give myself the opportunity to fail forward. And I know that book, there's a book, Failing Forward. I haven't read it, but I, I really need to because it seems so interesting. But yes, it's like, it's, 
you're going to fall down. You just got to pick yourself back up. Your resiliency is so important when you're, you're going through your goals. And that's why I brought up the money Mm -hmm. because, and I, I went through this, right. And, um, and I think a lot of people can is money. Usually when people have money and they don't have money, the energy is very different, right? And there's so many stories of people losing it all, but rebuilding it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, racks to riches. And then there are stories where people that came from poverty, won the lottery, and lost it all. Mm-hmm. So you really want to look at your relationship with money and developing a healthy relationship. And this is really deep because I actually studied this. You know, everyone says wealthy people, right? One of the successful habits for uh, wealthy people is investing in yourself. Warren Buffett says that. Mm-hmm. The one thing you want to do is invest in yourself. And th- I was like, why invest in yourself? I mean, I have no problems investing myself right now. It's just that my how I invest myself has changed. And I realize it starts with investing in yourself because you believe in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And investing in yourself can mean personal development. It could be your entrepreneur, you're, you're investing into your business, which is yourself, because if you're an entrepreneur, it's your business, you are the soul of the business, right? And having that healthy relationship with money, because a lot of people, you know, they have this big idea, but they're so scared of using creative financing because they think of it as debt versus the people that are doing well and embrace this idea of creative financing and a lot of smart people know how to use money and borrow money and use that to make more money, <clears throat> right? They have a healthy relationship money because they say, I'm going to borrow this money. I'm going to 10x that. I mean, this is this is so philo- philosophical and so deep. That, that's when I, I was like, I get why. You know, Warren Buffett says, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to play, you have to invest in yourself because when you see the results, the results is going to come into yourself. You're going to have a healthier relationship with money. And the fact that you are able to invest in yourself, you're telling yourself that you are worthy as well. So, so that's why, you know, when I first um, got into coaching, I was very curious about money mindset. Why Mm -hmm. is there so many money mindset coach? What does that mean? Like, I was very curious about that. So I deep dived into the science of getting rich and thinking grow rich and all of this and, and, you know, all these famous, uh, successful entrepreneurs, their story, what they say. And when you break it down, the deep is like, what am I thinking when I make this investment? What am I thinking when I have money? That's what's going to happen. If you lose it all, but you know that you are prosperous, you're breaking, living into the I am. It'll come because you keep going. You're still going and creating something, right? If you're living from a poverty mindset, sure, you win the lottery, you got so much money, but you're thinking, oh my gosh, this money is going to go away. It's going to go away because that, that mindset, that's, that's what the thinking is and that's what's going to go away. So, you know, and, and um, we talked about religion. This goes across the board, right? I'm very passionate about this. Because the honest truth was, I struggle with this and I'm still working on this every day. You know, when I really decided to make that big shift, I actually lost everything. I lost the marriage, my house, my business, my identity. I was couch surfing for one whole year. 
and I was pure, I was depressed. I had anxieties. Um, my doctor gave me Prozac, Xanax, just to get by. And really to understand, it was my relationship with money. And knowing that it's always coming and, and, and really, you know, revisiting as we're moving forward, right? Revisiting myself, it was like, the only thing that, the problem, the only problem with me and money is how I looked at it. Because there was always enough for me to live. But it was my belief that I'm poor and poor and poor because how I grew up was the one that was keeping me captive. I, I was raised by a single mom with two kids. We had food stamps, um, living in a motel. So that was the, the old past belief where I, that developed my limiting belief. But it's being able to open up that mind and say, no, that's not me. Actually, I'm born to be prosperous. I'm not born to be poor. And that's when things start to shift. It starts to shift internally. And you talked about energy, right? Yeah. When that shift started to change, my energy started to go up. More money started to come. I I also start to take bigger actions. You know, ballsier actions. You know, you could say that's a risk. I say that's risking forward like taking, moving forward, right? Taking the risk that's moving me forward. So now I'm not just taking the practical steps that what I used to think, one step, slow steps. Um, I'm taking those big steps that's moving me towards actually what I want. Yeah. Building up your self-worth is so important when it comes to money mindset. It really is. And I feel like that, like this, I'm so happy you brought this up because it is so true. Like when you truly believe that you're worthy of having it, like if you're like, when you're around people that were just born with money and never worried about money, they seem to like, I used to almost like envy those people because I'm like, you don't have real struggles, not knowing, like think thinking that money is the only struggle and it's not, you know, like there's plenty of other struggles, but that was one of my limiting beliefs that I had before. But until I started to really believe more of what I was worthy of in life and that, you know, it, you know, prosperity being abundance is your birthright is one of my favorite Ah. affirmations, you know, and it's just, um, Honestly, like even just getting out in nature helps me see that, you know, how, you know, just the little shifts um, to anybody listening to this, you know, when it comes to, you know, your, your money mindset, if, if that is, if you are living in a scarcity mindset with all of the crazy things going on right now, I know there are crazy things going on right now. We, you know, inflation's insane. We're, we're limited with a lot of things. I'm not saying to ignore those things, but I'm saying to know who you are in all of this and know what your worth is. And, um, and that talks, you know, that Lillian, that brings up, you know, part of that, your, your personal power, you know? Yeah, so good. This is so good. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and activating that, right. One thing I do with entrepreneurs is, you know, okay. So for my clients, when their sales increase dramatically and, and, so when I say sales is every single business, whether you're a sole premier, an entrepreneur, a business, you know, you do need those sales, right? Mm-hmm. But when that starts to come in, it's because they start to show up differently. Their mm-hmm. beliefs start to change. The energy starts to shift. They start to make decisions from the end and 
the end goal, what they want, and not saying that, oh, I want to, I hope to make $100,000 this month. No, it's like, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it, and I take those steps every step of the way, right? So I think this is a great way to pivot into the goal achieving process Mm -hmm. to make it very simple. You know your goal, you know, your big picture goal. So now it's decision. We make decisions every day. And to make it very simplified and crystallized is now that you know your goal, you just ask yourself, is this taking me closer to my goal or is this taking me away? Is this taking me closer? Is going to Dave and Buster's taking me closer to my goal or taking me away? Is spending the next hour calling five people taking me closer to my goal or taking me away? Right? So these are the things. Is sitting here feeling sorry for myself moving me forward to my goal or taking me away? Right? So now all of a sudden you have a template. (laughs) You have a roadmap. But you got to be disciplined. That's why the desire part is key. You know, knowing is one thing. Doing is a whole other thing. Right? Yes. Attaching your whys to something that is bigger than yourself is really helpful. For me, one of my whys for wanting to be extremely successful is so my mother never has, you know, so I can take care of my mom when it's time for her to retire. You know, so she doesn't have to work very hard um, like she's worked, you know, her whole life Um, and she can just enjoy her last, you know, 20 years on this planet. You know, that's a big why for me. Um, And I mean, other people have their whys too. I I was listening to Ed Milet the other day and his why was so he can walk his daughter down the the, um, aisle. Yeah. That was his why for getting, you know, being very strict and healthy um, with his diet. You know, everybody, you, you've really got to sit down when you're literally listening to this and you're thinking about this, you've got to figure out what, what's really, really my reason for wanting this. It's a lot of people want to be rich, but not just to be rich for other, other purposes. I, I want to, um, actually build condos along the East coast to not, not, um, oceanfront, but like 50 miles away for, um, hurricane victims, because I'm a huge like humanitarian and I want to just, you know, have temporary housing for people that lose their homes. Um, I know that we're, we're coming to the point of with climate change and everything we can't, um, I I don't think that we're going to stop the hurricanes that are coming uh, and the earthquakes and the, all of the other, you know, the wildfires. But I think that there is a way for us to better aid those that have lost um, their belongings and, you know, their homes and livelihoods. Um, and that's one of the things that I really want to help with in the future. But, you know, like, it, it's just, I don't talk about it too much, but like, it, it really, this made me want to bring that up. But yeah, no, that's, uh, and I know you also have some major goals too, if you'd like to share them. Oh yeah, no, my big goal that drives me is to use media that's in uh, media and technology, um, but really telling stories to create human impact, p- uh, human empowering, positive impact, social impact. So that's everything. I'm doing and that also was one of the motivation for me to get into coaching because 
I love people and I love stories. And, you know, it's one thing to read it. It's another thing to be able to be a part of it. And that's my inspiration. And my why, it could, it's as simple as because this is just what I want, right? And it's also because I want to be able to inspire my son, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I know because I know who I become is who he's going to be, who he's going to be attracting, marry, right? Yeah. But it's it's really, you know, making sure that I'm building my legs. I, I, read, I live from 3F. So it's family, it's faith, and it's fulfilling my legacy. And, and when I ask myself this question, who do I want to be remembered by when, I, when I'm gone? Who is Lillian? That's the legacy that I'm building, right? Lillian is, is able to touch lives. Um, she is a producer, she is a creative, she's an amazing mom, a great entrepreneur. Um, a great wife, like all these stuff. And that's how I'm showing up every single day. And don't get me wrong. I fall too. I make mistakes. That all happens. Right. That's a lot. That's the process. But keeping my, my focus on this is the legacy that I am creating. And that's my mental image. And I'm not going to stop until I grow into that. Notice I said the word grow into because we set these goals but they're not for us to get Mm -hmm. they're for us to grow into and that was another shift for me too because before as an executive when i set these goals if i don't hit it man i beat myself up not only i beat myself up my bosses like (laughs) like, you know you get fired right that's an environment i was in it's like you're rejected you're no good but to really understanding that when you set these big bigger than life goals for yourself that inspires you, you're growing into it. And that's why we must have our growth process. And that's why we have to say, be accountable to ourselves, making these decisions every single day to move us closer to our goal. And sometimes these decisions can be tough, mm-hmm. but it is up to you to make them, to deliver them, to commit to them because no one else Here's the hard truth. No matter how much your parents love you, your friends, no one's going to be able to help you build your goal, your dream life, but you. Oh my goodness. Amen, Lillian. I, this is so powerful. Like, thank you so much for joining me today. I really like that was, that was just like a bomb drop right there. Um, I really appreciate it. I feel like we've talked about so much. Um, and I hope, you know, people are really, this is a different different type of goal setting for your 2022. And I hope you really listening to this, take this um, seriously, you know, think about what you really want. Ask yourself that question and, and think about the action and grow in to that this, this year going forward. Yes. Cause we're, we're legacy builders here. Like this, thank you so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Every single one of us. The only difference is you have to have the awareness that you can. And that's it. It's all the awareness. So we all have it in us. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining this me. This is so much fun. Her oh, my gosh. <laughs> below. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.